worldwide. So welcome to Global Brothers Podcast, Adina Tembe. Thank you, thank you so much. The African songbird, as they call you. We'd love to know everything about that nickname. How'd that come about? Who calls me that? That's the question I want to ask. Because I've never heard it. We all do. Right. (laughs) And now we know why, because we heard you perform at MKO's album launch. But how did that start? Um, I always loved to sing. I always was the kid that would sing in school, churches. Um, fast forward to after senior high, I took part in a singing reality show okay. called Stars of the Future and I won. Of course. So I would say that officially started my career awesome. and I've been singing since then. Awesome. You see how modest and humble she was? Very, very. What? You didn't just win, you won by a landslide. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it was some stiff competition. It was. Okay. What was the feeling? Because the stars of the future, and you were named Star of the Future. Yeah. And you're a star. Precious. Listen, I never thought of that. Like you're if, a star. As if they spoke into my future. Into reality. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a way we could have predicted your your style, your your um, pitch, your tone. Mm-hmm. Right. Name some of the people that kind of influenced you in styles of music. Um, growing up, I listened to so many people. I listened to. For Mali, would you believe that? Of course. Um, I listen to a lot of gospel music, um, local gospel, African gospel, American gospel. When I say American, mostly like Black American. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so it's just so. a nice blend of so many different people. I listen to a lot of South African music because my dad is South African. Okay. And I, I never got to meet him. He passed away when I was like five. In South Africa, I was in Ghana. I was born in Liberia, so we fled during the war yeah. to Ghana with my mom. And my dad had to go to Kase because it was just a chaotic moment. Right. So we lost touch and he died. I didn't even know about the death till I was 18. Yeah. So basically, my whole life, my I just wanted a real connection with my South African side because I everybody would love that, right? So that was my thing. I always listened to lots of South African music and I would say I, I took a lot of inspiration from their soulfulness. I don't know how a person does that. Right. But I, I really connect with soul. Yeah. I feel like it's my life. I feel like in my past life, I lived some very sad or something very deep. So it's, it, it connects yeah. with me right now. And wow, this is very so, Yeah, I've been yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> like I told I'll you. Say, oh my God. <laughs> Off camera, I was, you know, I told you I was listening to your music yeah. for probably the past two, two or three days. Yeah. I can hear it though. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear the, the joy, the pain. Well, I was say a bit of pain. The emotion. Yeah. I can, I can, the emotion. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the, that's really what connects people to artists. You know, something yeah. that's relatable. Yeah. Not, not just a big voice or 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 something that sounds pretty all the time. It's also putting your, bearing your soul really. Yeah. Uh, um, how do you how do you write your music? How do you come up with your songs? Um, every time we go into the studio, the first thing we say is whatever it is we're talking about should be relatable. And I think I've been blessed with the gift to be able to apply my emotions, even if it's not my story. Right. I'm able to think like be like an actress or an actor and get into that setting and embody 
Yeah, and Buddy, the, the, the character, and yeah. then produced it. I don't know how to... I feel like that's my little gift. The thing is, I am actually a songwriter, but I'm a very... Um, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I'm my biggest critique. I yeah. wrote some songs yeah. that I judge serious. I'm like, no. No? <laughs> but someone would to. listen and say, this is amazing, what are you talking about? Oh, no. Yeah, you know that's who I am. So I, don't keep them locked away, come right. on. But you know what, Dina? In the music business, and correct me if I'm wrong, Yeah. you could do a couple things to a song, uh -huh. and you're a contributor. Yeah, right? I am a contributor to there most of the songs. Right. So, most of my songs. Yeah, you could, you could it, I know it's new. Publishing purposes. Could, exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, you get writing credit, right? I'm I sure. do, actually. Mm -hmm. I do, because we do publishing. Do the ad-libs like Migos? <laughs> no, not really. Sometimes when we're writing, the songwriters would like to like share with you what you think of this line. Right. And if it doesn't feel right, because even though they're writing for me, I have I have a brand and a reputation to protect. So if whatever it is you're giving me is not in line with what I do, I will make you understand that now. Maybe instead of this, let's do this. And we do that a lot. My manager does that a lot during the session. So it's not it's not, sometimes they've already written for you and you just sing. Sometimes too, they bring it or we're doing it together and I'm not feeling it. We have to change and do it and we do it together. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't call myself a songwriter. Yeah. But that sounds like a true professional. Absolutely. You know, someone who, no matter who it is, and you, I'm sure you're flattered mm -hmm. that someone wants to write for you. Yes, I but, am. But you have your brand. Yes. And you don't want to tarnish that. Exactly. You know, with, with something that you don't like and you're not mm -hmm. comfortable with. Yeah. I want to talk a bit about, um, Actually, the reason why you came over here is yeah. support yeah. MKO yeah. Uh, for his album launch. Uh, within the shout industry. out to MKO. Shout out to MKO. Yeah, my brother. Oh, my brother. You did it, All day man. long. It's been a great week. You did you it. Did it. You brought a Dina. You did it. <laughs> yeah, you did it. This whole thing was amazing. For sure. Um, within the industry, that kind of support, do you already see that existing uh, widespread? Do you think that... We need more of that, especially with um, African artists. Um, can yeah. we do a better job of supporting each other? I can't speak for people. I always say that. Because I'm not trying to bash anybody. No, no. People have their reasons for how they operate. For me, I feel like I've gotten that kind of support for most of the artists that I've worked with. Um, and for most of the people that I choose to work with, it's, it's, a, it's an organic thing. It's, we already have a rapport, it's not forced, so right. it's easy for these kind of things to happen, you know? Right. I strongly believe in what he's doing, and I'm strong, I'm here to support, genuinely. It's not because it's like, yeah, okay, you gotta come, so, you know what I mean. You know, I saw that, and I forget if it was at the, I think it was at the performance, at the, the uh, album release party, okay. where you were so pushing a lot of your energy towards MKO. Like, this right. is your moment. Yeah. Right. Although I'm killing it up here on stage, <laughs> as you did, you, you really pushed a lot of that on MKO, which yeah. was even more humbling, you know? Sure. You yeah, showed your, the fact that you're just selfless. Really? Is this what this interview's about? You guys are just like praising me though, mm -hmm. die, like why? Well, here comes some more, here comes some more. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Keep it going, pour it on, man. The song itself, uh -huh. how did that come about in terms of um, you guys getting together for that collaboration? The, um, the, the idea for the song, the title, um, we were blown away by the sound of it. It's excellent. And, and it's like your voice on it is so big. Um, how'd the whole story about the song come about? 
Um, it was all MKO's idea. Okay. Um, like he said at the the listening, he saw me perform and he was like, "I'm gonna do a song with this lady." So we spoke after the show, after I sang. I don't think I was even supposed to perform. It was, it was my birthday, yes, it was. So yeah, he spoke to me. Wow. It was my birthday, and he spoke okay. to me. We spoke after, and he was like, "We're gonna do a song together." So fast forward to years after, or months. Let me say months after. It was after Christmas, and Christmas is usually hectic for me because there are like so many shows, yeah. and I was so hoarse. But he had to really leave, and there was no time. So we had to go into the studio and make this thing work. And he already had the idea, so I had to get in the, you know, get in the mood and the zone to make this thing work. And I was happy to be there to make it work. I'd, like I said, I'm a perfectionist and I criticize myself a lot. Usually I would be on so, no, my voice sounds this way, but I was like, you know what, let me make it work. And that's how, that's how everything came, came about. Hey, that's how the um, magic happens sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And what do you think of the song? I love it. I love it. When I heard, after they put everything together, I have to shout out Sam Young. Of course. Because oh, I yeah. love how Sam he Young, blended everything. Amazing producer. He just put everything together so well. And I have so much respect for him. Well, that's another perfectionist. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Young, Sam Young, definitely perfectionist. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything and was crazy. Just... Studio bopping yeah. about. And just like, oh, yeah. I'm feeling it. <laughs> it, was, it was really, really good. It was really, really good. My manager said, whoever makes the song needs to mix some of our songs for the album. Because <laughs> oh, hey, I'm, I'm hey, putting together big. my album as well. I love really? the collaboration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really do. And I saw that you posted about it. Uh -huh. Thank you so yes, much. Definitely. Thank you. And that's that's one of the questions I wanted, you know, what's next? Because and, and before you answer that, when we hear somebody like you, yeah. right? Even though you're well accomplished, you're influential around the world, we're gonna throw you as many places as we can to try to get more and more exposure. I'm telling everybody about you, ready? I mean, yeah, Aww. yeah. You should see you me need, already. You don't need it from Little Old Us, you know, yeah. Little Old Global Brothers. Uh -huh. What do you mean, Little Old? Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are definitely. I mean, because we know a lot of people in the yeah. states and in, in different yeah. parts of the world. So, and they want to hear good music. Yeah. yeah. Right, original music. Mm. So, not not just things that the radio feeds us or yeah. the no. internet feeds no. us, yeah. but real. I discover like most things on YouTube. Yeah. Wow. I don't watch TV, I don't listen to the radio. Me either. I discover most of my music on YouTube, new stuff. That's cool. Things happening or on Same. Instagram. So I was like, oh, check this person out. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. You know, and then like, I'm like in love with that person. Mm. Like, wow, yeah. it's amazing. And there's a lot of people like us who appreciate not only the grind, you know, the moves up and yeah. reading about someone like yourself, but also just how humble and professional you are. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, your talents. Thank you so much. Good I gotta big up my team. <laughs> man, I'm sorry. Yeah, please do. <laughs> my manager, man. All the professionalism and everything you guys talk about. Shout out to Kwame, to, too. Shout out to Kwame Fatu. Yes. Definitely. So, touring wise, um, where have you been all over the world so far? And most recently, where have you been on tour? Um, my very first tour, which I feel like has been the biggest so far, was at the South Pacific. South Pacific, wow. Yeah, we found out when I released my song Killing Me Softly. Well, maybe like two months after. But we were getting lots of comments from on YouTube and on uh, social media, across social media, from specific places. And then later on, we found out on Apple Music that the song was number one in Fiji. We're like, Fiji? <laughs> like, how? And, wow. and after the months 
went by. We kept getting more and more videos. They would tag me on Insta stories, I would repost. People would send me messages and say, we love you so much from Samoa, we love you from Fiji, we love you from here, we love you from here. I'm like, yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Is Bora Bora over there too, right? I don't know. I don't, sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. So they, uh, they reached out to us and we reached out to them and we put together the tour dates and everything. And we made it happen. So we flew out the team and we went and we performed in five places. So we did uh, Samoa, the Cook Islands, which is Rarotonga. And we did um, Sydney in Australia. Yeah, yeah. We did Brisbane and Melbourne. Were you surprised that, especially in Fiji Islands, uh, the black people over there? Were you surprised? It wasn't even the black people. It wasn't like people from Ghana or Africa or anything. Really? It's the people from there, the Polynesians. Right, the Polynesians. Yeah. Right, but yeah. they were the people that. But they have that. Really? They have. They had that look to them. They Let me tell you. Known. In one of these malls in Dubai, I think it yeah. was Dubai Mall, I'm yeah. not sure. There's these big guys, yeah. bigger than me, look just like me, walking just through. Like you. Yeah, and I, and I had to stop them because I thought it was a team from, you know, and I said, Where are you guys from? First of all, I think it may be football, basketball, yeah. or something. Rugby. Rugby. They said Fiji. Wow. And I said, Okay, if you play a sport, and I was thinking football, and they said, No, rugby. I was like, okay, and I talked to them for a little bit, but it was, they looked African. Yeah, I feel like, for me, my that was a big confirmation that we really are connected. We are connected. Because they don't, I don't think they consider themselves as black, because they are Polynesians. That's right. also a thing. Mm -hmm. But I, it just makes me understand, and even we, we got the chance to talk to some of them about their culture, yeah. you know, how they came there, mm -hmm. some of their indigenous tools. It's very similar to what we used in Africa. But I'm just like, you know what? what whatever you guys are, it's beautiful, own it. But I feel like we're connected through and through in this whole world. We are. Well, Adina, many times, in, you know, as a Jamaican American, yeah. you know, and black American, if you want to call me that, it's many times it's where the boat left you off at. Yeah. Right? It's where yeah. the boat stopped. Yeah. And um, no matter how you got there. Mm. So we're all from the motherland. Africa, eh? Definitely, yes. That's an amazing tour. <laughs> yeah, um, it was beautiful. So after after your tour there, um, what did you feel in terms of like the energy? Obviously mm. you said like you know like their traditions, their culture, etc. Yeah. And now you've been re-energized by it such a distant place as that. Yes. Yeah, so what are you looking to do next in terms of like, like did you get affected musically? Yeah. Are you trying to like infuse some of those sounds into your new projects? It definitely influenced me as a person, first and foremost, and as an artist. Um, being there, listening to that kind of music, one thing I realized, they are amazing singers. They're all very musical. Mm -hmm. Listen, all their folk music sounds very much like South African Similar. music. Yeah. You already said <laughs> Yeah. So, I just, and, and there's a lot of soul in their singing, mm -hmm. which is something I connect with a lot. So I definitely apply that. Um, it was beautiful to be out there. So you really met a lot there. of singers? And there are so many singers, even on the bills. I was the only lady. So like, 12 guys. It'll be a collaboration soon. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I was to say now, like, you know, like, the world is small, so easily yeah. they can record something in the studio. Yeah, we've already done a song. I already did a song with one of them. More wow. of them are trying to get the collaboration. Do you have a new album coming out? 
Yes, and something you working. Something you're doing. Yeah. Something's cooking. Something's, something's cooking. Coming. Something's something's coming. Coming. Yeah, something it's coming something, out. Tell us. It's something that I'm working on. Yeah. Um, but I have to go back on tour in New Zealand, which is the same area. Yeah. And once all of that is out, out of the way, I can present the album properly. So for now, I've just kind of like put things on hold. But we're still working behind the scenes, you know, with the engineers and and songwriters and stuff like that. And concept-wise, I love that I've, I've been here because everything, like I said, everything influences me and inspires me as an artist. It's beautiful to be out here. I'm inspired and in awe at, you know, the, the discipline out here and the work ethic and everything. Dubai is amazing. And I'm de it's definitely something that I'm, that is like added to my everything. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm inspired. I have an idea for the album name. So there was a time that I called it Slow Burn because I believe that... Slow Burn? Yeah. I believe that I my brand was the type that probably wouldn't hit you like bam. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, before you realize you're, you're caught on. Before you realize you're, you're like in full flame. Uh -huh. Yeah, it will grow on you and you're like hooked. Right. So that was the idea. But I don't know, it might change. I can't wait for it. I'm very excited. Really? I can't wait too. It's my first album. Yeah. It's my first project. Mm -hmm. We you do know. have a Ghana question for you. Okay. Uh, Ghana's for us being you know being Pan African people and just like you know, loving where we're from. Mm. Uh, you know, in Ghana, um, the significance we don't have to go over everything, but you know already. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the year of return? Um, do you see that cultural exchange of just like the global black diaspora coming back and did that do something for you creatively? I think it's beautiful. Um, I haven't been around some Americans who have, for instance, visited, visited the slave castle, castle in uh, Cape Coast. I would love to witness that because when I went through it, when I had to, you know, had the tour guide explain things to me, it was spiritual for me. I can even imagine how it would be for the Americans who live away and they feel very connected to that process. I haven't been around that yet. I think it's amazing that they get to experience it and everyone else that's coming to, you know, experience that. Yeah. I think it's it's necessary. From well, from where I stand yeah. and from the little that I experience, I think it would be great for every American, you know, every black American mm -hmm. or, or black person from around the world. Tell that them wants they're to welcome. Tell them they're welcome that. from Medina. You're welcome, please. Come through. Come through. I'll probably be performing at some shows. And make sure you come through and show me some love. Definitely. But you need to come and experience Ghana. Well, we'll it's, be it's there. Spiritual. We'll be I there in December. I can't wait to see you guys. Yes. I know you'll be there. Yes. But <laughs> you will not be with us when we go through the slave cast. I wish I could. I I have to do this on my own. No, I understand. <laughs> because no, I, I understand. It's something that definitely. I understand. Even when you were talk, yeah, when you were talking about it, I was getting chills. Like yeah, no. Ugh. I've, yes. I've, I've had the opportunity to see that twice because yeah. I went to school in Cape Coast, which is a yeah, right there. And when you go to my school, the third, during orientation, they take you through everything. Really? And then after the fact, my cousins from South Africa, because I'm half South African, they also came to Ghana, and I said, "You guys have to see this." So when they went, I went with them, and it was emotional all over again. It's like so, it never gets. Yeah. The feeling is never different. It's even even deeper, you know. Yeah. And I was going to say that strength, that strength of you being Ghanaian and South African. Mm -hmm. I mean, South Africa's been through a lot. Oh, yeah. They're, they're still going through so much. And they're so going much. through a lot as well. So, yeah. you know, like, you know, Robbins Island, uh, you know, where Mandela was kept. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
how does all that add up to your character now? I mean, you seem very strong anyway, and like, what you mentioned earlier, you're a bit shy when you first started performing, yeah. but... It's just made me, you know when you know yourself, when you're yeah, confident exactly. in your skin, you know who you are? I think that's what it's made me, and I got to experience my South African side later in my life, and every time I go there, spiritual thing, not even, well, everything else, but just to be in the soil where my father grew up. I never met him, I've yeah. just seen photos. So for me, it's more a connection of my dad to know who I am, where right. I'm from, you right. know, what we're built on and everything around us, the pain we've been through as a people. And some of, some people are still going through that pain and it's, it's manifesting in a negative way. I don't know if you guys have heard of, um, yeah, what's right. happening to the, the right. Nigerians and other people. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's, for me, it's a sad situation, right. you know? You know, coming here, we were just driving on the Palm, Jamera, yeah. to meet you, and we had a conversation. It was a pretty deep discussion, mm -hmm. and I was telling him about survivor's guilt versus survivor's honor. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you framed and channeled it into the honor of your father, of your, your yeah. you know, the countries that you came from, what happened yeah. in Liberia. Yeah. And, and look what it's manifested into, right? Mr. Worldwide! So before we let you go, we just have one last controversial question. Uh-oh. The burning question whenever we get anyone Ghanaian or Nigerian uh -huh. in our hot seats. Okay. Who makes the best Jolo? Listen, this is not a conversation. Wow. It's Ghana. Like, everybody knows. I don't think Nigerians know it's in Ghana. They're just forming, as they say. <laughs> Do we, need Anna, to, do we need to call MK That's over here right now? Right, right. Yes. Yeah. The conversation is over. Thank hands you. down, hands down, Ghana. Yes. You need to try when you come to Ghana. Definitely, definitely. Wow. I will thank you so much for being with yes. us here on Global Brothers thank Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. And like yes. we always say, live global and prosper. Hey. You have returned. <laughs>